0: Before we start, I wanted to say that today's topic could be considered sensitive to some viewers, and viewer discretion is, as always, advised. Also, if you have a true story you want to send my way, go to astheravendreams.com slash submit, or check the links in the description below, and thank you. I'm not one to ever advocate for using the dark web, for any purpose other than pure entertainment. And even then, you should keep your curiosity a bit higher on the surface, like at the deep web level. Satiate yourself with the pages that host the dumb conspiracy theories, the adult content that is legal, and the other anonymity-wrapped websites that probably could exist on the surface web right next to Facebook. In the end, the dark web is for illegal activities, not everyday use. And there are too many people out there that have a strange curiosity for it. Just don't. Full stop. I want to preface this that I am submitting this story as anonymous for my own personal safety. For a few reasons. But, I also want to note that I do not follow the beliefs or mentalities of those mentioned in this story. When I was young, I fell into a bad group of people, and was pretty much convinced that I needed to hate people because of how they looked. And I want to add that I was brainwashed, 100%. I realize now how stupid this behavior and this mindset was, but a lot of younger men out there are a product of their environment, and it's incredibly difficult to not fall in with these groups whenever they start to notice you. My anonymity is for two reasons. I don't want people out there to find me now and attempt to cancel me, if you will, because I was an idiot in the past. And two, I don't want these people to find me. That said, I wanted to tell you about one of the things I found on the dark web once. One of those things that really makes you lose all your faith in humanity. Back when I was younger, probably 10 or so years ago, I used to be the edgy 20-year-old that thought I was so cool because I was hanging out on all the dark and freaky parts of the web. I'm not proud of who I was. I used to be on some of the boards that most people would see as reprehensible, and again... I was honestly brainwashed into certain things that I no longer believe. These boards are seriously filled with some of the most reprehensible people that are of the mind that they are superior in every way. Anyways, in my time on one particular board, I won't name the name, obviously, as I don't want to give them clout or traffic. I got in with a very specific group of people... I'll call them the Knights for the sake of the story, but that's not what they were called. For the most part, this group was full of racial supremacists and other very, very sick people. And while I was sort of into the same ideology of them at the time, these guys were a whole other level I remember that they would discuss high profile enemies, as they would call them, and they would discuss what they wanted to do to them. Usually, these people were of a specific ethnicity or origin, and usually the conversation would steer quickly towards cleansings. I would typically stay out of these conversations and would just read what the higher ups in the groups had to say, and it was never pleasant. Most of the time, these targets would be politicians, local leaders, various TV personalities, and the like. It was pretty clear that this group practically fantasized about harming these people, and they would state their intentions as graphically as they could. While this, in and of itself, is pretty sickening, it's just words. Yes, words have weight, but... If they aren't being acted upon, then they remain just words, and that's what most of it was. Of course, after a while, some of the posts would slowly morph from angry words towards celebrities to basically doxing people local to the posters. They would go as far as posting photos of people of different ethnicities in their yards, at their homes, through their windows including a ton of personally identifiable information. Where they worked, their home address, what they drove, their schedule. I remember there was one post where one of the members had actually uploaded a quick video of himself breaking into one of their homes during the day. He mentioned in the video that he did so because he knew they would not be home, and in said video... He actually trashed their house. He rampages through their living room, smashed their television, broke their mirrors. He seriously just trashed their home. Then ran out and got away from the scene. And again, as terrible as destruction of private property is, it did get worse. And this This is where I personally checked out of the whole thing. There was a post from one of the users that was, I believe, in Texas. He made a post about how he found some people that were out in the open area near the border. He made it very clear that these were immigrants crossing over. He detailed how he had spoken to them when he found them, and how he had told them that, they could stay in a property nearby that he owned. He had led them to an abandoned business, again telling them it was his, and he let them in. Then, he said that once they trusted him, and were thinking they would be able to lie low in said building, he pulled out a gun and shot and murdered them. He was gloating about it, how he had seriously murdered a couple of people that were crossing the border solely because he didn't like them he was proud of this this sick piece of garbage was bragging about how he was a murderer one of the other users posted a comment that it told him to prove it and that he would be rewarded if it were true he then did prove it He posted several photos of the people with a piece of paper that contained his user tag. Then, he posted a picture of a child and mentioned he didn't want to shoot the kid, but he didn't know what to do now that she was an orphan. Then, one user that told him to prove that he'd committed the murders told him if he could get the child out of the state and a bit north, he knew someone that would pay him for her. I stopped reading the thread after this, mostly because it clicked in me how sick these people were, and how disgusting some individuals can seriously be. If anyone is curious, I did contact the police. I screenshot everything that I had, and I got in touch with, and then personally met with, a local officer. I showed them the page... I gave them all the information I had, and I'm assuming they went forward with it. I also have to guess that they probably wanted to further investigate me, but seeing as how I was basically snitching on these guys, they didn't. Like I said before, I'm a totally different person now. I do not believe in any of that ideology that those people touted or pushed, and thinking now of what I did believe back then, makes me sick to my stomach. To anyone out there that is in with these people or thinks like them, I hope you come to your senses. And to anyone out there that is thinking of hopping on the dark web for fun, please, take this as a reason not to. I like to dabble in the dark web every once in a while. Mostly for entertainment purposes, but I also like to... Well, I'll put it straight. I like to purchase things that are not legal. There are certain things that I purchase that the police would not be too happy with. Nothing that's disgusting or anything like that, but... I have personal issues that certain substances have helped me with in the past. I'm not proud, and I should stop, but I'm not here to discuss my personal habits or be part of an intervention. I'm writing this to tell you about what terrible things I have found on the dark web personally. Now, who am I? Well, I'm in my late 20s, and I'm what one would consider a professional hacker in my career. For the most part, I'm a white hat. I do what I do professionally and within the confines of the law. I used to work for a pretty large corporation as part of their security team, but I've since gone on to be a contractor, and now I just hack away at sites and applications that companies want tested. The... Technical term is penetration tester, but the layman term is just good guy hacker. That's not to say that I haven't done my fair share of illegal hacking, accessing systems I'm not supposed to, getting into databases that should be protected to prove a point, shutting down certain people that I didn't personally care for, etc., I've never stolen data or sold it to bad guys or anything, but I have gotten into some fairly sensitive servers in the past. Now, the dark web is a lot harder to hack, so to speak. You need to know how to get to the server. You need to be able to remotely access said server and so forth and so on. Because these servers aren't indexed, it's pretty damn hard, and the main way to get into them is to find a vulnerability on an Onion page. Again, not really an easy task. I mean, come on, these people are on the dark web. They know what they're doing is seriously illegal, and they aren't going to operate with a flimsy system. Most of the time. Walking back to my statement about how I have, and sometimes still do, purchase illegal things on the dark web, there are quite a few marketplaces that exist out there. You all know about the big ones that have been shut down, like Silk Road, but that was just the tip of the iceberg, and they got shut down because they got cocky. I've never worked with any of the big name markets. I like to keep to the little guys mostly because they're less likely to be compromised. One of the marketplaces that I used ended up going offline, because, in their own statements, they assumed they had a snake that was sneaking around. Or, basically, law enforcement that was trying to get into their systems, or were compromising their network. Hacking them, again, in layman terms. Well... That snake was me, except I wasn't doing what I was doing to give information to the cops or anything like that. I just ended up finding a hole in their security and exploiting it. I was able to get into their local network, I was able to get into their customer databases, and I was actually able to get into their mail server. You may be listening to this and thinking, okay, so what? Why is this guy bragging about getting into their network and saying it's a scary story? I'm getting there, slowly. The first point to make is that I said, Customer databases. Which, if you think about it, is a problem. These guys were on the dark web, and they were selling illegal substances for cryptocurrencies. Why did they have customer data? Why did they have names? addresses, and delivery instructions saved on a network for their dark web service. Well, my good friend, what you may not think about is the fact that these people dealing in illegal sales want leverage over you and those like you. And while they say they don't have your information, a lot of them do. They save that data, and they will use it to lessen their sentence if caught or they will legitimately just sell you out if they think that you will be a problem. I'm only adding this in to basically be a deterrent to those of you that think you'll go out to get some dark market drugs or weapons. They do save your data, they know who you are, and they will use it if they think it will benefit them. When it comes to customer data, honestly... They have nothing to lose. Now, the real scary part of what I found was in their mail server. These messages were routed pretty much internally. There was no external traffic. These were set up so that only the two people in the communications could ever touch or see the messages, unless you actually got into their internal server and subsequently into one of their accounts. The first few messages weren't that interesting. They were just about business dealings, they mentioned that there were people they wanted to get off of their service, they were even talking about compromising another marketplace. It wasn't until I got into one of the conversations marked synthetic testing that stuff got weird. The first message explained that they had a new product that was being lab synthesized but they didn't know if it was any good, or if there was anything negative about it. The responder basically said, screw it, sell it anyways. The first sender stated that they didn't want to sell it to the normal clientele, as it may harm their reputation, and thus their sales if it wasn't a good product. They then asked the second person to find a test subject, and followed that up with, find someone young, And healthy, preferably someone in their teens. I think that we could get the best results with that. Less likely to be tracked. Do you still have your connections? He said he did, and that he could have two or three, in his words, children lined up and ready to go within the week. These guys were seriously going to be testing drugs lab synthesized drugs on children, and teens to see if they were any good. The more I dug into it, the worse it got. There were conversations for this, there were conversations about weapons transfers, and there was even an entire chain that claimed they had the potential in with a company that had developed medication, and that they may be supplying their subjects to test new, still being researched, Medication for a company in another country. Basically, underground testing for non-FDA-approved medications. Unfortunately, I didn't have any way to pull the information from the server, and I didn't have the ability to save it locally. So, there wasn't a whole lot I could do without incriminating myself. I ended up documenting the information by hand as best as I could and went to submit an anonymous tip, which is a laughable term, honestly. By the time I went to do so, they had gone offline. Apparently, while I had gotten in and properly secured myself, my access to the system was logged, so they knew that someone had been in their information. My guess is that this set off alarms, and they moved on to another network location... Onion Link, etc. I wish that I could say I learned a thing or two from this, but I'm a stubborn idiot, and I still do business on the dark web. The only thing I learned was that I don't personally want to know what the hell goes on out there, not any more than I myself need to know. So, I'm a bit of a tech nerd by trade. At least, I am nowadays. Back when I was much younger, I was quite a bit on the naive side. Okay, I was a bit stupid. Back then, I knew that the dark web was this magical place where all the illegal dealings on the internet happened, and I knew that the surface web had the boring stuff, like social media Flash games, and the like. I wanted to see what else was out there. I wanted to see what others hadn't seen, and... As such, I started looking into and started figuring out how to access the dark web. I've been on the dark web a couple of times. Once, when I was 17, which is what this story is about and a few times as I've gotten older, not to do anything illegal or make any sort of illegal purchase, but to see what I could get myself into without breaking the law. My first trip on the dark web, like I said, was quite a while ago. It was before Bitcoin had become a big thing, before it had anywhere near the value it has now, I was just a kid, and I didn't know what the hell I was doing. This one personal adventure with the dark web actually started with said cryptocurrency. Most things like Bitcoin and the alts came from the dark and deep web. They're not illegal to know about or to own, obviously, but they were pretty much the go-to currency when it came to the illegal dealings out there. Today, they're much more mainstream. I mean, you can literally buy them on a phone app. But back then, they had little in ways of value or meaning. And while they were worthless in pretty much every practical sense, they were used for pretty much everything. You could use your Bitcoin to buy services, goods, and all that... They were used for their anonymity more than anything, really. Of course, now that they actually have value and people tout that they own Bitcoin, it's pretty crazy how much that's changed. Anyways, like I said, I had been talking to some of my high school friends and a couple of guys that were older than me, and they mentioned Bitcoin. I had heard the term before, but... I had no idea what they were or how the whole thing worked. Cutting a lot of the really boring parts of this story, I ended up getting Tor installed and working on my parents' desktop. And I ended up on the deep web. It started here. I found a few pages where people were discussing random things, various forums, and a couple other pages, but really couldn't find any good information that I personally wanted. These were pretty much your everyday deep web, just non-indexed pages, where people would talk crap anonymously and discuss their anti-government stances. From here, somehow, I ended up on a dark web marketplace. One of those pages where you can seriously buy drugs... Weapons, anything and everything that you could possibly want, and that could easily land you in prison. Again, I wasn't looking to make a purchase. I was just looking for information. And I stumbled upon the user forum for that particular marketplace. Now, what I did was stupid. And I recommend... If you want information, you shouldn't go to the deep or dark web forums on a market just to find it, but I thought if I was going to get good information, I should get it right from the source. So, I got onto the forum, and I literally posted a question. I asked the people of the forum, What is Bitcoin? I fluffed it up a little bit, saying that I had heard the term before and that I wanted to do a report on it for extra credit or something at my high school. This part was a lie, but I think part of me thought I could get more honest information if I told them I was a student and that I was just looking for research. Asking this kind of question is dumb. It's a good question to ask your buddies... Your coworkers, people you personally know, or even to ask Google. But it's a terrible question to blurt out on a forum littered with criminals and people that are quite knowledgeable about illegal activities. Doing this will attract one of two things you'll either be laughed at and ridiculed, or scammed. I attracted the latter. I got several comments and messages from people that told me they would sell me their Bitcoin, and all I needed to do was give them my parents' credit card information. One person said that they would mail me some Bitcoin if I sent them $1,000 over PayPal. And there was even one guy that said if I gave him my home address, he would hand deliver a thousand Bitcoin to me at no cost. Now, I may have been naive, but I wasn't stupid. This was still the dark web. I didn't fall for any of these posts, and thankfully, there was actually an admin that had taken pity on me. I kind of remember his username, too. It was dark To dust He ended up deleting my post, and then messaged me with, ''Are you a troll or an idiot?'' I responded, and I explained to him that I was honestly a 17-year-old kid, and that I really needed information for a report. I told him that it was supposed to be for part of my final, and that I thought this would be a good place to ask. He responded with, Get off the dark web, kid. This is not the place for you. You need to leave and uninstall Tor." and never come back to this place ever again. Before I could respond again, he actually messaged me a second time and said, but, do you really need information? I told him that I did. Then, he sent me his own small write-up on how the blockchain and bitcoin worked, He actually explained the basics of the algorithm for mining, and how cryptocurrency existed. How, while it wasn't tangible, it did have value. He even went on to predict that it would have real value in the near future. And he told me that I should consider an investment when I'm older, but not right now. This guy went out of his way to actually educate me on it, how the system worked, and how to obtain bitcoin all this is well and good and i really appreciated it but it's how he finished off his message that makes this a terrifying story for me when he finished his write up he added a ps and it said the following ps now that i've explained this to you i want you to copy it paste it in a document so you have it saved and get the hell off the dark web. If I ever see you back here, and I will know it's you, Mr. Clark D. in Ashburn, West Virginia, I will personally come find you. When I do, I'll take one of your kidneys as payment. They net a really pretty penny out here on the market, and considering your age, I could probably get extra. Sound like a plan? You can probably piece together this situation. He knew my name, the state and city that I lived in, and I was kind of in a place where I needed to take his threat seriously. I responded one more time, just said, yes sir, copied his info and did exactly as he told me. So, all this said, I want to end this story by saying, thank you, Dark to Dust, if you're listening. Your advice was plentiful, and I understood the dangers of the dark web pretty quickly after that. I actually did take your advice and dropped a bit of money into coins. It was a great investment, like you said it would be. That said, I hope that you and I never run into each other out there. So that was the sixth edition of my dark web stories holy crap okay so this may end up being the last one guys these stories are damn near impossible to find. I've run out of, I've pretty much run out of sourced material um, so at this point I don't know when the next one will be I'm sorry I know this one took a lot took a, a while to get out here um, but if you do if you have a dark web experience please send it my way though you most likely won't because you know dark web stuff <laughs> uh, anyways. If you enjoyed this video, please do consider hitting that thumbs up button, leave me a comment, let me know what you thought of the stories, and let me know what you thought of the video overall, and let me know what you think of me, Uh, that kind of stuff. (laughs) You can also subscribe to the channel and hit that bell icon if you're new. You can also follow me on all my social media platforms, I'm out there on most of them, or support the channel over Patreon, channel memberships, coffee, that kind of stuff. Patrons, channel members get early access to my content, and sometimes extra content, depending on how things go. Yeah, so if you're interested, check out the links down below. Uh, All that said, my friends, I hope you have a beautiful day, and I hope I will see you on the next video. But until then, my lovely friends, I hope you're doing well. I hope you know you are loved. I hope you know that you are appreciated. You are important. And you are valid. Never let anyone tell you otherwise. And of course, sleep well.